0: A shout went out and Marco looked at the horizon. There it was. Just above the ocean was a twinkling light, contrasting against the pale blue western sky. The captain announced that it was a reflection off the top of the Pharos lighthouse, still 30 miles away, but visible because the structure stood almost 400 feet above the ocean. Marco had studied the design of the lighthouse in his architecture classes. It was a miracle of engineering every bit as magnificent as the new Colosseum in Rome, and he was determined to explore Pharos as soon as he unpacked. He could hardly wait to arrive in Alexandria, but the ship seemed to be slowing to a crawl, as if approaching a dangerous animal. Throughout the morning the sea had been more vigorous than normal. It was his first sea voyage and Marco had been grateful that the sea had been so calm, both in the ports they visited and on the deep sea with no land in sight. Now, however, Marco felt the wind quicken, and then the deck beneath him shuddered as if the ship was balanced on the back of an untamed horse. Water spilled over the rail onto the deck. His feet slipped and only his hands on the rail prevented him from falling. Other passengers were not so lucky, and they slid randomly into piles of rope and barrels of supplies. He saw an elderly Egyptian woman slip and fall. Her name was Wasserit, and he'd gotten to know her during the trip. The tiny lady had told him once that her name meant Mighty Woman, and then flexed her bony biceps and said she did not feel so mighty these days. Marco gauged the tempo of the ship's rise and fall and then spider-walked to where Wasserit lay. Kneeling down, he helped her sit up, slid an arm around her thin waist, and pulled her over to the rail. She smiled shakily at him, thanked him, and he suggested she stay at his side until they were safely at the dock. Two immense breakwaters curved out into the ocean, like arms reaching out to embrace the ship. The breakwater on the right ended at the towering lighthouse, while the left one stretched off as a base for the royal palace. He knew from his research that the bay laying between these two arms, the Grand Harbor, was over a mile wide. The bay was filled with dozens of ships of all sizes, and he could make out the tiny figures of people on the breakwaters and the far shoreline, and beyond the shore a jagged silhouette of buildings. The architects and engineers of Alexandria had built these breakwaters to create a calm harbor in which ships could safely dock, and the passage between them was relatively narrow. Once inside, the ship and its passengers would be out of harm's way, but Marco could see the crew was having a very difficult time maneuvering the bucking ship into the opening without crashing against the rocks. The waves grew more violent as the ship neared the port's entry. Walls of water crashed over the rocky peninsulas, and the roaring winds sprayed the salty water across the sides of the ship. Every passenger was thoroughly soaked and shivering despite the bright sun overhead. Sailors wrestled the single giant sail down from its mast, and steered toward the opening with oars and the rudder, but to Marco it looked like the ship was ignoring their efforts and had its own plan.